0: do <laughs> <laughs>
1: eh, you never know
0: oh we're recording okay uh, good morning and uh, welcome to Leap of faith podcast my name is Lorraine Montgomery and this is Jeremiah Campbell
1: hey everybody hey, hey Lorraine. how you doing
0: I am well Jeremiah how are you doing
1: I'm all right I'm all right
0: good yeah a nice little I kind of let everybody know the other day that we te- typically do this uh, on a Friday now so oh. think so we're gonna say happy Friday to everybody even yes. though we don't know when they're actually listening to this so happy Friday happy, everybody
1: yeah it's happy Friday to us so yeah yeah <laughs> so
0: well thank you for joining us uh, out there you all listeners we appreciate your time and uh, the fact that you uh, took a few minutes to um, getting to the word with us and uh, we're just thankful that we get to do this. So, um, so how was your week?
1: Uh, not too bad. Just um, working and getting, keeping people healthy and getting them to and where from they need to go and you know it's pretty pretty standard week for us here at the Campbell household.
0: Yeah, same here. Uh, it seems to be, uh, it seems that there's always something going on. And, uh, you know, that was part of my, uh, I was telling you earlier, that it's, seems to be the theme of this week, that there's, that there's always something going on. And uh, of course, my dogs decided to just start barking in the middle of <laughs> us. So if they start barking, I apologize. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, yeah. So I was telling everybody out there that they are not alone. That uh, everybody's got stuff going on, and um, yeah. it's it's just life, you know. And uh, how you you know, I uh, I don't know if you saw the uh, clip of that uh, news reporter that there was a girl who was uh, in a small Uh, small town news thing and she was doing her uh, recording and she got hit by a car did you see that no okay but like some ladies I think the car was sliding on the ice it was like in the Uh, middle of that whole ice storm and the uh, cold and all that stuff she was she was fine but uh, the way she reacted the way that the cameraman reacted and the way that the lady in the car reacted was so gracious everybody was like I'm okay everything's good I'm fine this is you know live recording and you know she just kind of went with it I mean here she was just starting her recording and you know she gets hit by this car that was sliding on the ice and she was very gracious and very uh, I forget the word that they used Um, just everybody just was you know willing to to give and you know and make sure everybody else was okay selflessness right. that was the word right. they used selfless and so um so anyway uh i think that that's the testimony that we should be uh representing is selflessness and um even though things might not be great right now depending upon what your circumstances are uh, try to kind of roll with the punches as best mm-hmm. as you can and mm-hmm. know that god is in control and uh you know we're we just need to give it to him and so okay. that was basically my theme for this week
1: that's so, a good thing I like yeah
0: that. thank you well i i come up with them every once in a while <laughs> <laughs> Little snippets. (laughs) Now, how well I do that, I don't know. Many days I don't. (laughs) So, you know, preaching to the choir. So, uh, anyway, uh, so we're a couple of things going on with us. Rich is on a trip right now. So, for a whole week, it's just uh, Gabriel and I by ourselves, um, which is fine. It's nothing new. We've done this, you know, before. And then I've got stuff going on with my house we're doing some uh remodeling in our bathroom and so always something going on
1: there is there is and one thing I'll, I'll share this is like one of the things that i have trouble with is because i do suffer with depression and anxiety and uh i can be very dramatic and just very when things happen to me sometimes i go down and down and it's so hard sometimes for me to really fix my brain on okay here's the facts this is not the end of the world it's not devastating it's not this or that but i have to actually really concentrate on that and that's just something that that i have to do every day and uh so i can make things out way worse than what they really are uh, a lot of times and so um but that's why you know we're usually pretty private about our stuff yeah, I don't know what it is. Right. You know, like I don't necessarily like to share this is going on or that's going on. And I don't know if it's pride or if it's sometimes I feel like I don't nobody needs to know if I'm really down. Like that's yeah. I don't want to make anybody else feel down because I'm down kind of thing. Um, so I think there's a there's a there's a way to balance that to be able to share. This is what's going on in my life. But I have trouble with that sometimes.
0: Yes. Yeah. You know, uh, I have a family, uh, in the same boat as, as you, um, and how they deal with it. Oh, there they are. The dogs are doing their thing. Um, sorry guys. Uh, Gabriel's down there. Gabriel's off from school. Um, uh, crazy. Uh, there's so many, so many things. His, so the school, I'm going to go around the corner to get to the story. So he's home because uh, this pastor that was affiliated with his school uh, died from COVID apparently, or complications from COVID, I don't know what. So today they're taking a day off to remember him. And uh, I think they're having a memorial. So he's downstairs taking care of the dogs for me while I'm up here. (laughs) I've got my friend who's a contractor is in my bathroom right now, fixing up that stuff. And uh, so anyway, but going back to I I do have friends and family who go through the same thing that you do. And everybody deals with it differently. Mm -hmm. Um, You know how they pull themselves out of that. Um, There was a commercial on uh, at least out here in California. I don't know if it's out there in San Antonio, but uh, there's like this commercial with a guy's looking at the camera and he's hearing people talk to him and they're like, well, what do you mean you're down? Just, just get over it, you know, or just get out and go exercise or, you know, maybe it's your diet or, you know, they're trying to give like these solutions to, to, you know, to this mental illness and, you know, and, and, uh, and, you, and they're all looking at him going, really, are you, are you really saying that to me? I yeah. mean, their face is just, you know, it's like, just get over it. It's not that simple, you mm-hmm. know, but for the people that don't uh, experience that who don't have suffer from that. It's it's really hard for us because we don't know what to do. Right. So that's you know it's a it's it's an ongoing uh, battle basically mm. because you're battling with your own inner emotions and then you've got the people on the outside watching you battle it and you're just like I don't know what to do to help. Yeah. So, you know.
1: It's 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 a tough battle, and I'll say that. my wife does an amazing job for me and helping me because I could be totally I could be in very bad places a lot of times but thankfully she she's able to help me get through it and it's taken time it wasn't easy in the beginning and uh, she's grown and I've grown so you know we work well together
0: time definitely does uh help to, you know, to figure out what you need to do. That's why I get sad when people who are uh, in early stages of their marriages and they are ready to give up so quickly, Um, you know, life, you know, I I don't, I, you know, you hear these love stories about, you know, these people who've been together for 50 years and, you know, this is the love of my life. And, you know, we've never argued, we've never been separated. And I'm just sitting there going, really? How (laughs) is that possible? because that is so not we or like the opposite of that so you know but don't give up you should never give up on you you know if, if you know unless you are physically being abused or emotionally being abused or you know some and even those marriages have come through i've heard of you know people coming through that stuff it's mm-hmm. possible with you know through god all things are possible so you know when you make him the center uh it's easier to get through the the junk. It's not easy always, but he he will get you through it. So anyway, um, well, uh, did you want to, I I know we're kind of all over the place. Sometimes we're unscripted. Uh, anybody who's out there listening, we are unscripted. We don't sit here and follow a schedule or anything. So, (laughs) (laughs) so with that, do you want to open up in prayer before we, uh, start reading
1: of course of course let's pray okay. holy 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 father wow um just want to give you praise for uh for you being you and your graciousness and your grace is is amazing lord and thank you for uh just uh allowing us uh to grow and to 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 learn uh your patience is is amazing um i know that um the theme of this week we've been talking about struggling and everybody's going through something at some point or some time lord and uh i pray that those that are listening i pray that they're blessed and understand that uh when we focus in on you that helps the distractions and the struggles and the things that are going on the outside it doesn't necessarily make it easier but uh you're there to to pick it up for us lord and uh i know personally for me that sometimes that's something that i got to remind myself of um every day and and uh the fact that we can come to you is is really uh what gets me through at the end of the day lord uh i pray a blessing over this time that we have together uh We get to read and to share, Lord. And all those that decide to listen or watch us, Lord, I am uh, so thankful that uh, we're on this journey and that others are coming along with us. Uh, And most of all, I thank you for your son who uh, died for us, for our sins, so that we can be clean and forgiven and sanctified, Lord, and that we can come to you with our issues and troubles and, and struggles. And we can come to you with our praises as well, Lord. And I pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
0: Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. So uh, we did not uh, mention this at the beginning, at the top of this, but uh, we are episode 17.1, which is amazing. Yes. Right? I mean, (laughs) who would have thought, right? Um, 17.1, and we are in chapter 13, John chapter 13 and it's it's not a long chapter um but it is starting to lay out how um yeah we're in passover and how jesus is uh getting ready he uh, he knows that this is uh, his time and it's it's coming so um okay so let's start reading john chapter 13 jesus washes his disciples feet before the passover celebration jesus knew that his hour had come to leave this world and return to his father. He had loved his disciples during his ministry on earth, and now he loved them to the very end. It was time for supper, and the devil had already prompted Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, to betray Jesus. Jesus knew that the father had given him authority over everything and that he had come from God and would return to God. So he got up from the table, took off his robe, wrapped a towel around his waist, and poured water into a basin. Then he began to wash the disciples' feet, drying them with the towel he had around him. When Jesus came to Simon Peter, Peter said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, you don't understand now what I'm doing, but someday you will. No, Peter protested, you will never, ever wash my feet. Jesus replied, unless I wash you, you won't belong to me. Peter exclaimed, then wash my hands and head as well, Lord, not just my feet. Jesus replied, a person who has bathed all over does not need to wash except for the feet to be entirely clean. And you disciples are clean, but not all of you. For Jesus knew who would betray betray him. That is what he meant when he said, not all of you are clean. After washing their feet, he put on his robe again and sat down and asked, Do you understand what I was doing? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, because that's what I am. And since I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you ought to wash each other's feet. I have given you an example to follow. Do as I have done to you. I tell you the truth. Slaves are not greater than their master nor is the messenger more important than the one who sends the message. Now that you know these things, God will bless you for doing them. Jesus predicts his betrayal. I am not saying these things to all of you. I know the ones I have chosen, but this fulfills the scripture that says, the one who eats my food has turned against me. I tell you this beforehand so that when it happens, you will believe that I am the Messiah. I tell you the truth, everyone, anyone who welcomes my messenger is welcoming me, and anyone who welcomes me is welcoming the Father who sent me. Now Jesus was deeply troubled, and he exclaimed, I tell you the truth, one of you will betray me. The disciples looked at each other, wondering whom he could mean. The disciple Jesus loved was sitting next to Jesus, I'm sorry, The disciple Jesus loved was sitting next to Jesus at the table. Simon Peter motioned to him to ask, who's he talking about? So that disciple leaned over to Jesus and asked, Lord, who is it? Jesus responded, it is the one to whom I give the bread I dip in the bowl. And when he had dipped it, he gave it to Judas, son of Simon Iscariot. When Judas had eaten the bread, Satan entered into him. Then Jesus told him, hurry and do what you're going to do. None of the others at the table knew what Jesus meant. Since Judas was, Judas was their treasurer, some thought Jesus was telling him to go and pay for the food or to give some money to the poor. So Judas left at once, going out into the night. Jesus predicts Peter's denial. As soon as Judas left the room, Jesus said, The time has come for the Son of Man to enter into his glory, and God will be glorified because of him. And since God receives glory because of the Son, he will give his own glory to the Son, and he will do so at once. Dear children, I will be with you only a little longer, and as I told the Jewish leaders, you will search for me, but you can't come where I am going. So now I am giving you a new commandment. Love each other just as I have loved you. You should love each other. Your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. Simon Peter asked, Lord, where are you going? And Jesus replied, you can't go with me now, but you will follow me later. But why can't I come now, Lord? He asked, I'm ready to die for you. Jesus answered, die for me. I tell you the truth, Peter, before the rooster crows tomorrow morning. You will deny me three times that you even know me. All right. <clears throat> I I was trying to uh highlight and um at the same time I didn't pre-read this <laughs> like I normally do. Um and there was a lot to unpack in here, I think. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna let you kind of lead because there's a big section where I did not underline. So go ahead.
1: Well, what I'll lead with is this: you know, we start out with Jesus washes his disciples' feet. Um, I love the fact that you know, one that he does this and what it represents. Uh, you know, we don't wash people's feet anymore, but I mean, he talks about it as what he's doing. And um, I mean, I I highlighted you know what he did: he got up from the table, wrapped the towel around him, so he's he's basically taking on. I'm assuming what servants did at that time how, or how they looked, right? He takes off his robe, puts a towel around him. So you know he's in a servant's dress, so to say. Correct. And um, you don't understand now what I'm doing, but someday you will. I, I love that. Um, a lot of times when we go through struggles or things in our life, I mean, that's a huge thing. Is we don't know why we're going through it or we don't know... What's happening necessarily, but someday we will, and we're able to look back and say, "This is what was happening, and this is why it was happening, and what I got out of it." uh So that's you know that verse really you know hits me over the heart. That's that's verse seven there.
0: Oh, I, you just read my mind. You don't understand now. I was going to ask you where you saw that. Um, so what I understand, and I I'm not. Um, I'm not hundred percent on, uh, history from back then, <clears throat> but because they wore sandals mm-hmm. everywhere, obviously, um, they, their feet got really, really dirty. So I think that was a part of entering people's homes was to wash your feet before you entered in there. Um, mm-hmm. so I think when, and I'm kind of skipping down a little bit, um, where, Jesus is talking to uh, Peter. Uh, He says, then wash my hands and head as well, Lord, not just my feet. You know, he wants to be fully cleansed. He wants like the whole kit and caboodle. He's not getting it. Um, (laughs) You know, I I don't know. uh, A person who is bathed all over does not need to wash except for the feet to be entirely clean. Um, So if you go down into the little um, notes that they have at the bottom, what are we looking at? Um, mm, mm, mm. it's verse 10 so 13 10 some manuscripts do not include except for the f-. oh okay so that's just giving a little i thought it was going to give us a little bit of uh, insight as to so uh again it goes back to you can take a bath but your feet are going to get exponentially dirty and so that was like what Jesus is saying, it's like, I have to do this for you. I have to be your servant in order to do this. Um, But this is also talking about, uh, like he says here in 11, for Jesus knew who would betray him. Um, Not all of you are clean. So he's, you know, he's pointing at Judas, obviously. And then uh, I I like it when he comes down into, I don't know what you got after that. Probably Um, the
1: same thing you have.
0: Well, it's in 13, you call me teacher and lord, and you are right because that's what I am. And since I I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you ought to wash each other's feet. He's saying, I've humbled myself, even though I'm your teacher and I'm 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 based I'm God, you know, I'm washing your feet. I'm setting you an example to do unto others, to to treat each other better than you would ever imagine. And that's yeah. what he's saying here. I want you to lift each other up. You know, instead of pushing people down. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, exactly what I have. And then he talks about slaves are not greater than their masters, nor is the message more important than the one who sent the messenger more important. Basically saying, again, it's just, look, if I can do this for you, you can do it for each other.
0: Exactly, exactly. And then at the very end of 17, God will bless you for doing them. Mm -hmm. Now that you know these things, God will you know, when, when you are a servant to others, that's when God will bless you. Yeah. Um, So, and you have to, you know, you, you, you put yourself out there, you know, uh, I I can't think of any examples right now, but, you know, sometimes you just got to have a knee jerk, you know, and, and sometimes things are just like dumped into your lap. And, and I, I know that there's a lot of discernment of, You know, should I? Shouldn't I? Shouldn't I? You know, is this God telling me to do this or not? You know, Uh, you know, people. Okay, so, for example, uh, uh, when you see the people uh, on the side of the uh, median asking for money, you know, a lot of people are like, you know, what are they going to do with that money? They're going to just go to the liquor store and buy a bottle of, you know, whatever. Or are they actually going to use it for food? You know, these are the things that that's human. That's human, you know, picking that apart. You know, if you're really and truly wondering if that's what they're going to do, you know, some people keep baggies of, you know, mm-hmm. right? You've, you've heard of this. Yep. I, one of Joshua's teachers would make them make gallon bags. They'd put a pair of socks, a bottle of water. Uh, something that they can eat quickly, you know, something that pops open like you a know.
1: bar or something. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, and, you know, so a, it's a, a bar of soap or a you know, things and... that they can yeah. use that'll fit into that bag. So if you're really that curious as to whether they're going to actually use them for whatever, hand them a bag. You know, um, that's just one suggestion, you know, um, of things that you can do to to be a servant. Um, so anyway, uh, sorry, I went off on a little tangent there. Um, so what did you have next in uh, Jesus predicting his betrayal?
1: So yeah. what I highlighted was in verse 19, I tell you beforehand so that when it happens, you will believe that I am the Messiah. And then, uh, if you look down at the bottom where it, cause a little star is there, it tells you for chapter 13, verse nine, or that I am has come. So again, it's it, it's the title, of, I mean, it's the the message of John is that Jesus is proclaiming, I am, I am yeah. the Messiah, I am the one, I am the Son of God, I am God on earth. There's no mistake in knowing that Jesus said, I'm it. And, you know, what I tell you is the truth. And I just, it it just keeps happening. John is just very, I think, The book of John is just very much saying, if you have any doubt, Jesus says it over and over and over.
0: He does say it over and over. And the thing that I I like, and this has been uh, several uh, other passages that we read this week, was where Jesus specifically says, like when he raises Lazarus from the dead, he specifically stayed away because he wanted it to be very clear that when he showed up there was no like magic there was no you know nothing on the side that was making you know like they didn't prepare for this you know this was Jesus was over here you know a couple of miles away or wherever it was a couple hours away and here was Lazarus and Lazarus dead and so he specifically stayed away and he and he says this he's like I did this not for me, but for you, so that when in the when I perform this miracle or when this comes true, um, you're gonna believe that I right. am who I am. And so I think that's kind of neat that he's he's saying it out loud, and they don't realize it until afterwards. You know, until it's all said and done, they go back and start thinking about things and like, oh, it's like you know, the light hits them. Yeah. Um, and then uh, what else did you uh? Get
1: into so in verse 21, and Jesus was deeply troubled, yeah. and he exclaimed, I tell you the truth, one of you will betray me. He knew that was going to happen, but the fact that you know it still hurt him,
0: yeah,
1: one of his inner circle is going to betray him, and that bothered him, yeah, you know, uh, a lot. And again, it's Jesus, is he has the same feelings that we do, yeah, and uh. I just, that just kind of stuck out to me.
0: Yeah. There was a line in here. Uh, I ended up um, underlining. Uh, I underline all of 20, most of 26, you know, uh, because they're asking, who is it? Right. They're right. asking who's it going to be. And, you know, Jesus says, I give the bread. I uh, It is the one to whom I give the bread. I dip in the bowl and he gives it to Judas. And when Judas eats it, satan entered into him that was just that's i find that kind of creepy but yeah <laughs> i don't yeah. know if anybody else thought that and then jesus told him hurry and do what you're going to do um there was a there was a line somewhere it said something about going into the night did i miss yeah. that where was that
1: verse 30 so jesus you just left at once going out into, into the night
0: the night oh there it, oh yes i did <laughs> Such such a doof, I actually underline that. (laughs) So, uh, again, I I, I think that that's, you know, he's not just saying, you know, Jesus has referred to the night as, you know, the darkness uh, and the darkness is is most is Satan. You know, and so he's referring, I think in this, you're going to you're going to the demons, you're going to Satan, you're going to go do his work, you're doing the devil's work, basically. So is there anything else you got in that little section?
1: <laughs> well, I just, I find it interesting that, you know, Jesus responded with, it's the one whom I give the bread and I dip in the, I dip give the bread that I dip in the bowl. Like, so he's telling the disciples, this is what, this is the person who's going to betray me. But because, you know, I guess, you know, dinner's a thing in your conversation and things are happening around. Like they don't know, they're not really paying attention. Yeah. And, you know, when they when Judas leaves, they're like, oh, he's just going to get more food. He's going to pay the bill or whatever it is. <laughs> right. It's like, oh, he's getting up and doing something. It, it, Jesus just said something, you know, it's still in that they're they're still in that not listening to everything that Jesus says. Things get past them. So,
0: well, they're thick headed, you know, they're yeah. just being really thick headed and, you know, they're just they're just not getting it you know and and he says it over and over again we've been listening to that this you know that's the theme yeah. it's like what is wrong with you it's like <laughs> so yeah i thought that was i underlined that whole thing as well <laughs> um and then jesus predicts peter's denial is there anything in that first um paragraph that you got
1: so i highlighted verse 34 yeah. I'm giving you the new commandment, love each other just as I've loved you. You should love each other and your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. And I I, I, I say this generally because I, I I say it for myself too, though, but I think sometimes I don't love everybody, right? I'll do or say something that doesn't show my love.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. But that's ultimately, that's all we got to do is love people. Yeah. Truly love people and that's gonna that makes them think uh, there's something about you what's what's different about you and, and it's you know ultimately for us as Christians it's Jesus that's why we should love 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 love
0: yes I think that's uh that's uh very uh pertinent. Uh if you go back a little bit though too, he says uh in 33 to back it up just a little bit, dear children, I will be with you only a little longer. And as i told the jewish leaders you will search for me but you won't come where i am going or you can't come where i'm going you know he's he's calling out these jewish leaders again yeah you know, he's he has said it to them you know several times he's like you, you know you're not gonna be able to come with me you're gonna search for me but you're not gonna be able to find me right um and then you know like you said sometimes it's hard you know uh, we're humans you know and, and uh it's hard to love everybody. You know, you don't always agree with everybody. Um, I always find that, you know, the whole uh, agree to disagree, Mm -hmm. you know, is the way to go because you're not going to agree about everything. There's, it's impossible. There's just no way, Uh, especially it seems like in this day and age, there's so much disagreement. There's so much separation um, that people are just, and they're just, so antagonistic towards each other over it. It's like, you know, when it's like, oh, you're not vaccinated. Oh, you did get vaccinated. I mean, it's like, it's like such controversy over everything. It's so crazy to me. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if you, you just accept people, you know, oh, well, it's a health thing if you don't get, you know, do you know that for a fact? Do you know all this stuff for a fact? I mean, I don't, you know, so. I don't know. Anyway, not to get not trying not to get political (laughs) because we said we weren't going to get political. But, uh, you know, like you said, you got to love everybody and and do it as best as you can. You know, and and if you have a disagreement with somebody, try to do it as calmly. And again, I am not the (laughs) example all the time of Hmm. that person. I've gotten way better as I get older. I get way better. I used to fly off the handle, fly off the handle. I mean, just hot-headed. Um, I was just I was just watch I was just reading on Facebook uh, a daughter-in-law of a friend of mine posted something funny. she said, what's the what's the worst thing you've ever thrown at your spouse in a heated argument or something like that?" <laughs> That was so funny. And I can't remember what it was, but it was really funny. Whatever it was, um, but I I can remember doing that in my early days. Uh, you know, because I was very young, I was stupid. You know, and uh, it just you know it was yeah. what it was. But yeah, um, try to try to handle things calmly uh, <laughs> and with love. We well, see. you
1: you can still love people even though you disagree, right?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, shoot, I got a whole family full of people. I I'm disagreeing with right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, no. uh, all right. And then to go down a little bit further, uh, I did underline, uh, again, Jesus, um, Simon says, Lord, where are you going? And he says, you can't go with me now, but, uh, but you will follow me later. And, you know, Peter's ready to die for him now,
1: mm-hmm. not
0: knowing how Jesus is going to be dying. If he knew, I don't think that he'd be getting on board for that, knowing the way that Jesus is going to have to die. Right. Um, And then, of course, Jesus says, you know, to Peter, that you're going to deny me before the rooster crows tomorrow morning. Three times. So, and we're waiting for that to happen.
1: So, what, so, one of my favorite things really has to do with this ending of this chapter here. So, by my shirt, you can tell I'm kind of a comic book or you know, kind of geek, right? And so I love movies. And so, um, one of my favorite scenes in in any movie has a reference to this. And so, um, it's the movie Suicide Squad. So it's about villains, really, right? And it's um, uh, the the origin story of some of these certain villains in in the comic books. And one of them. Uh, is uh Harley Quinn who is a, a a associate of the Joker which is not the greatest is a terrible terrible person right yeah <laughs> whatever but it's a comic book character right whatever so but my 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 favorite uh conflict is the Batman and the Joker I could learn I could read about him I watch movies about him all the time it's just it's whatever it is it's from a young age just that whole conflict and the Joker really uh his His characteristic of being so crazy really just draws me in for some reason. I I don't know. But anyways, in this movie, uh, Suicide Squad, it talks about how Harley Quinn became Harley Quinn. You know, she was a normal person before. And so the Joker uh, dumps her into a a bat of acid to become like him, very crazy and, and whatever. But before he does that, um, they're on a platform and the, the acid is below them. And Harley Quinn is in love with them and is like total devotion to them. And ask, you know, he asked her, What, what would you do for me? Right. And she says, Well, oh, I'd die for you. And he says, Okay, and then he stops and he says, Wait a minute, that's too easy. Will you live for me?
0: Mm.
1: And so that sticks with me because that is, you know, I I I think that martyrs are tremendous people that they go out into places and they they die for Jesus and that's amazing story, but that that's not like you know we I think sometimes we romanticize the dying for me and and that's not the point, right? The the point is, will you live for Jesus? That's right. That's what he wants. And 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 that scene always just sticks in my head because it's it's Jesus saying, you know, I, I, he's not, you know, he knows people are going to die for him, and that's still a great thing. But especially in in, in our life in, in America and and what we uh, the the uh, situations that we're in, we're not in a live or die situation, right? We're not going to be killed because we love Jesus. So that shouldn't be our focus dying for Jesus It should be do we live for Jesus that's right I agree. and I you know that verse kind of and that's why that scene just captures this verse so much is that I have to think about all the time am I living for Jesus
0: that's right that's right and that's what he's asking you to do yeah yeah you, know, you have uh, he's asking you to put yourself out there and live for him I agree that's a good one now to be clear uh, Jeremiah is not Ah, uh, likening Jesus to the Joker.
1: To no, no, deliver. no, no, no. But the, the the thought process, I think, is. No, and I, you know, I, I'm not opposed to to the Joker thinking. You know, he he's just thinking that dying is easy. Yeah. Right. You know, anybody can do that. Are you actually going to devote yourself and 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 I, I just think that that's what he draws that from. Yeah. Forever, but no, I was just yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. No, no. <laughs> just making it clear no, no, no. because somebody's gonna Thank write a, clarifying. <laughs> somebody's gonna write an email going, what? <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying there, Jeremiah? So all right, well, that was uh, always a good one. Uh it's always good stuff. And you know, we're we're getting into the thick of it now. Yeah. Um, where you know it's coming up where Jesus Judas is gonna go and um I don't know if he collects his. 30 pieces or if he already has yet, I can't remember, but you know, he's gonna, he's gonna betray Jesus. Um, and it's all unfolding as Jesus says it would, sorry, got my phone sitting here next to me waiting to hear from my husband, if he got on the airplane or not. Um, so, uh, again, um, I think that, I think that, uh, Jeremiah, we don't normally do a takeaway and maybe we should try to start doing that, getting a takeaway, but I think, I think like Jeremiah said, uh, love one another is the theme Mm -hmm. for today, I believe, you know, where Jesus extended how he loved his disciples uh, by washing their feet and setting that example for them, and then, uh, you know, he's also saying it again later on, saying, uh, you know, this is, this is what I want you to do, this is my command to you, is to love one another um, as I have loved you, So I think that's our takeaway for today. Love one another. Yeah. Right. So. All right. Well, let's um, let's uh, go into, I think, um, giving everybody who's out there listening uh, the opportunity to accept Jesus uh, as their Lord and Savior. Um, If you haven't done that, uh, this is always the moment we uh, we want to allow people to do that. Um, You know, again, like like Jeremiah says, you want to live for Jesus. Uh, That's what this is about. I'm sorry. Um, And so I'm going to actually turn this off. I'm really sorry, everybody. There we go. Okay. so uh, in this moment, uh, this is live. This is (laughs) this is the real (laughs) this is the real thing that life is happening as we speak. Um, So. Let's give everybody the opportunity to live for Jesus uh, in this moment. Anybody out there who hasn't uh, decided to become a Christ follower, this is your moment. So uh, let's say the prayer and um, let's bow our heads. Heavenly Father, Holy God, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your son, your only son, Jesus Christ. It's his perfect blood that covers all my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior and will live for him. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So if you said that prayer for the first time, uh, we encourage you. Well, first of all, congratulations.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, It's
0: a celebration of life. And uh, we tell you to mark it in your Daily Walk Bible not a plug for this particular Bible. This is just the one that we use. Um, But mark it in here because that's important so that you can go back and and see that this was the day that you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. So um, we uh, encourage you to get to a church, get to a pastor. Uh, If somebody has been praying for you, tell them Uh, it's like I said, it's a celebration. Yep. So, um, so yeah, uh, (sighs) yeah, And uh, so um, we're going to get into the little things in a minute, um, but uh, did you want to tell everybody about where they can find us, our platforms, uh, how to communicate?
1: Yes. So we're on Facebook. Our podcast is on Facebook. Uh, uh, My mind has just simply dropped Leap of Faith podcast. Oh, (laughs) I was like, what is this called?
0: Well, on Facebook, um, it's Take a Leap of Faith. On Facebook, Take a Leap of Faith. Take a
1: leap of faith but our website is go ahead, uh, Leap of Faith Podcast.org, uh, Lorraine at Leap of Faith org. Jeremiah at Leap of Faith is our website. Uh, you can uh, get to our Facebook from our website. You can click on uh, Spotify uh, to listen to the. Um, podcast uh there is a link for youtube uh, so you can watch the videos we do record them all and uh please reach out to us on facebook on our website um we would love to hear from you uh stories what's going on we do we did get an email this week from someone that was sharing some stuff with us so we you know we appreciate that we respond back and uh we just love to see what's going on
0: and we pray for her too. We prayed uh, for her uh, specifically because uh, that's what we're here for. Um, exactly. You know, we we try. And you know what? Sometimes uh, when I pray, at least, uh, you know, sometimes uh, I will put a caveat on there. I'll be like, "Okay, God, I know I haven't caught everybody in there. Or I didn't name everybody, but you know what the needs are. You know what my heart is, and you know who I'm praying for." So if I I, I generally do cover everybody. But there's a lot of hurt out there, and there's a lot of people who are needing prayer. And so uh, I'm only human, and so I can only remember so much. I usually, I think I've told you guys, I I usually write in a prayer journal uh, what my specific prayers are. And so I try to do that. Uh, I have not been faithful to that in the last couple of weeks, I have to admit just because so much other stuff going on. I literally go to bed and I'm exhausted. I'm so tired that I'm just, I'm falling into bed. So uh, anyway, but yeah, we're here to pray for everybody as well. So yeah, communicate with us. We would love to hear from you.
1: Yes, please do.
0: So And you would be proud to know that I've actually organized all of my videos uh, that I've done on this computer. And I'm getting ready to transfer the ones from my other one. I'm, Starting to organize and getting there. You're so proud of me.
1: <laughs> love it. Love it. <laughs>
0: Slowly but surely. So, uh, anyway, so we're at the little things. Let's talk about uh, a subject of the little things. Uh, do you want to introduce the subject today?
1: So, we are going to talk about our favorite vacation or vacation spot. Do you want to start?
0: Um, You know, yes, I start, you know, okay, so from the time I was a little girl, my, we, okay, y'all know we come from a big family, big station wagon, big, you know, Ford, whatever that stupid country squire, you know, what's his name uh, from vacation? What was that guy's name?
1: Um, Yes. Oh, my gosh. I know what you're talking about.
0: OK, well, anyway, uh, we have one of those. And so Rich uh-huh. and I were just talking about that uh, the other day. It was funny. And we drove everywhere. But our big thing was we would go to Connecticut every summer um, with the grandma and Aunt, Aunt Lily. And we'd all be up there, you know, uh, at the Long Island Sound. That was a big spot for us. For me and Rich, uh, the place that we tend to go to is back to Hawaii because that's where he grew up. So we have a place to stay. So the only thing we have to pay for is our plane tickets. So we are blessed to be mm. able to say that we get to go to Hawaii. And uh, it's funny because when I was working at the church, I would be like, I have to go to Hawaii again on vacation. <laughs> and people would look at me like, what? You have to go? And I'm like, yes. Yeah. You know? <laughs> only because I wanted to go somewhere else. Like I was right. so ready to go you know, check out some new digs somewhere else. So uh, another thing that, uh, real quick, uh, we do our family reunion every two years. And so nieces, nephews, sisters, brothers, aunts, uncles, everybody is about anywhere between 35 and 40 of us. We try to rent a one building, one house, uh, either at the beach or whatever. That's a huge thing for me because I love seeing my family. Um, And then a new place, last one, uh, that my sister started uh, last year inviting us to go to uh, Long Beach Island, New Jersey, which a couple years back was completely devastated by Hurricane Sandy, um, which is, if you know anything about the uh, Jersey Shore, and not from that TV show, because those people are, (laughs) I've never watched it, but I, I don't know anybody like that. I don't know anybody like the the Housewives of New Jersey either. I don't know anybody like that. But uh, but the Jersey Shore, you've got uh, Seaside Heights, which is uh, a boardwalk um, with they used to have like rides and roller coasters and all that kind of stuff. And then you go a little more south, I think it's Long Beach Island, and then you go further south, you've got Atlantic City. So it's kind of like this string of you know Jersey Shore stuff. Uh, to go do so my sister invited us last year rich absolutely loved it it's a little sleepy town there's like one main strip that goes in there um and it's just it's very relaxing it's literally a house you walk a couple of blocks in and you're at the beach and it's just very relaxing and very lovely people are very fun they ride their bikes up and down Mm -hmm. very nice okay so your turn
1: Well, I will say that I do not like the beach at all. Uh, What? I don't like beaches.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: Why? It's terrible. Sand and salty water. Eh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh my
0: gosh. Well, don't go to Hawaii.
1: (laughs) I know. My wife wants to go, but she doesn't fly. So, you know, I don't know how that's going to happen. But yeah, I don't do, I don't, I, I carry baby powder. In the car so as soon as i get off the beach like i'm like cleaning sand off of me
0: oh my gosh
1: oh yeah yeah so terrible funny. do not like it anyways what i do like <laughs> so i didn't vacation too much as a kid we just didn't do it but as as an adult now with our family we have gone a few times to disney world Oh, yeah. that is a blast uh we have so much fun uh, riding the rides, and again, because I'm a movie guy, we we go to Universal. I mean, you, you're kind of submerged into different aspects of movies and things like that. So we we just have a really good time doing that, and it's it's easier now that the kids are older. Uh, we can ride more rides. They enjoy it differently than as a young kid. Uh, but one of my favorite pictures is my uh, I think it was I, she was four years old. It was my middle one. She's eight, eighteen now. But she was four and it was our first time there. And just I captured her face when 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 she realized we were in the parking lot and on the tram. I don't know if she saw the castle or what, but I just captured her face on a picture. And it's just one of my favorite pictures because she's the one that doesn't uh she's not uh very emotional like the rest of us, you know, where you know how we're feeling. And so when when that amount of joy came on, it was like, Oh, that is awesome. Um so the yeah, Disney is Disney World has been uh our our spot every so many years. We try to save up and and hit it and uh just have a good time.
0: So you go the one in Florida or out here in California?
1: No, in, in Florida.
0: So my last the last time I was at now Gabriel's gone a couple of times with uh some friends in the last couple of years, even when once they opened up after COVID. But uh, right before COVID hit, um, my friends, uh, Shannon Barron, uh, Wiley, uh, mm-hmm. they had planned this trip for forever. And so she's like, can you, you know, can, she, they came and stayed us, with us one night and we showed them around San Diego. And then that following Monday, we uh, drove up to Disney Adventure Park. Right. So there's two different places. There's Disney Adventure Park and then there's the Disneyland,
1: the original
0: Disneyland uh, that Walt Disney built. So we went to the, the Adventure Park. Oh, my gosh, we had so much fun. But the funny thing was, is that it was right before the craziness that hit with the COVID. So it was like people were, you know, antibacterialing like crazy. You know, they had them set up everywhere because they didn't know what was going on. There were no mandates. There was no, you know, lockdowns. There was nothing like that. So the rides to get in pretty easy. It wasn't as packed as it normally was, you know, which was kind of weird for us. Anyway, best time ever had so much fun that day. And then everything else fell apart, like right after that, like they stayed the rest of the week and did like universal. I think they did the other park, the Disney park. So they stayed until like It was like that Thursday or Friday was when Gabriel's school shut down.
1: That
0: that was like Monday we went to Disneyland. And then I think it was that Thursday or Friday when the school shut down and things. And so they barely got out of California. You know, it was like kind of a nick in the nick of time kind of thing. So,
1: Yeah. yeah, well, we started saving right before COVID and we went in 2021 last year. It's almost been a year to Disney World. Um, and I will say that it was very nice
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) because, um, it wasn't packed because they were still limiting the number of people in. Um, but it wasn't, uh, you know, we never got close, I think to capacity and then they had the spots on the ground so that you were supposed to say six feet away from the party in front of you in line. Amazing. Loved it. Yeah. So if you've ever been to a big park, even, you know, you know, we have one here, Fiesta Texas and San Antonio, whatever, but like, you're always just pushing on each other. And, yeah. and the fact that you had room was really, really nice personally, because I don't like touching others.
0: Yeah.
1: Things like that. So, cause in, in one year particularly we went, I had a, had a spider bite on my ankle, which totally just. I couldn't walk. I actually had to get a scooter
0: and oh my travel God. around.
1: Um, and that was years and years ago. And and so we were at one of the fireworks. I think it was it was in Disney World. We were at one of the parks and doing the staying late. And so when everybody just kind of crowds and gets closer and closer. Well, there's two stories about that. <laughs> anyway, so I'm on my little scooter. <laughs> and you're so packed. Like, I had this other kid, like, just jump on my scooter. No, mom. Uh-huh. I'm like, who are you? You don't belong to me. <laughs> what are you doing? And um, I didn't. I didn't see a parent like paying attention to him or anything. And I was kind of like sitting there in my scooter, like, "Can you?" Because he had to be four or five. I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" I'm like, first thought is, you know, I'm a stranger. You should know better, or yeah, or mom or dad should be right there pulling you off. So you know, but on that same trip. The first day we got there, I didn't think I needed a wheelchair. And halfway through I needed a wheelchair and they didn't have any of the motorized ones and I thought, "Oh, eh, my wife can push me around." She didn't like that. But we were at and we were at the Magic Kingdom and again it was about the fire which were about to start and we got into a place and she was pushing me and again, you know, the crowds kind of you know get on on you. I don't know how she did this. But she parks me and I'm in the opposite way of all the fireworks.
0: No, uh. Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I'm already seated, right? And I you can't move because everybody's in. I can't stand up because everybody's in. And I can't turn around because I, I can only go so far. And I can hear the fireworks and I can see like on the, the sky. And I was like, oh how beautiful. How beautiful. She, and she says, well, I had to push you around all day. That's what you get.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh, good we have a good time. We have good times.
0: I love Cassie. That's too yeah. hilarious. You know, I had even before COVID and the whole six feet apart thing, I had a rule of three feet. I have mm. like a three feet diameter around me that yeah. I don't want anybody to get into. And I can't stand it like if I'm standing at the bank or mm. wherever. It's like Get out of my space because I need that three feet around me to stay mm. away. <laughs> <You know? I'm
1: laughs> I still love like, you, but stay away. <laughs> I'm
0: not a, I'm not, yeah, I'm not a, um, uh, I'm, I am a little bit of a germaphobe, not as bad as a lot of people, but, uh, you know, I just don't want you in my space. It's like, yeah. give me, yeah, just stay. Yeah. yeah. So I agree. anyway, well, this was awesome. Uh, this was really terrific. Um, Good stuff, as always. We're coming up on the weekend. And uh, and then Monday, I will be back in with, what are we, 17.2? 17.2. 17.2. Right? 17.2. So uh, I'm going to say uh, awesome stuff. Thank you for joining us. And uh, we will be praying if you reach out to us. Uh, if you let us know your prayer requests, we will uh, be happy to pray for you. So God bless you, and we'll see you on Monday.
1: All right. See you next week.
0: All right. Bye, Jeremiah.
1: Bye.